1: Welcome to the Hearts Interwine Podcast. This is your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts and today excitingly i 've got a wonderful guest. His name is pratch chohan he 's a dating and relationship expert. Welcome
2: Prash Hi, Lynn well, uh, thank you so much for having me. um Hello
1: <laughs> hello to you well Prash um. What I think would be interesting to, to, to start off the, the show is to know a little bit more about you and uh, your area of expertise and what what's led you to, to doing what you're doing and to where you are now.
2: So as what Lynn said, so I'm a dating and relationship expert, so I work with single men on how to speak with, connect with and find that special someone, but without the use of dodgy pickup lines and routines and just by being your authentic self and just being the best version of yourself and not having to put on a persona in order to please others. I think that's what my main message is. And in terms of a background about me, so I was at a stage in my life when I was in my late teens into my early 20s where I'd never had a girlfriend. I'd never even been out on a date or even touched a girl. And I think the problem stemmed back from, because I've come from a background of, you know, abuse and bullying. And that really had an impact on my self-esteem. And I just had trust issues just with people because it got to a stage because I was repeatedly abused and repeatedly bullied. I felt that people were apt to get me. So it took me a long time to come out of this shell of mine. And quite often, I would see lots of people in relationships and talking stories about it. They went out on a date with a woman. And I thought, okay, if they can get it, what is wrong with me? How come I'm not even getting it? I would even see people that are worse off than me that would have it. And it got to a stage where I just felt really down, really low. And I actually one time thought of it and committing suicide at one point. But then through just working on myself and just going out and just meeting women, I discovered that things weren't that bad. And now I'm working with single people to help overcome that problem. Like there's a client I've just recently um, signed up. He's been working with me for four weeks and he's just landing himself a date with someone. And he was very terrified of speaking to women when I met him first.
1: Excellent. Well, I love that, that, you know, through your own personal experiences, you've managed to overcome that issue. And I think it's important for people to know, whether you're male or female, that you're not on your own in this. You know, there are literally hundreds, thousands, possibly millions that have been in your situation and have overcome it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think what it is, is just taking that action and then just realising that things aren't so bad. And I think one of the things that really did help is just healing from the past rejections and past abuse that I had, because I was carrying that with me, I'd always see things through that lens because I think your state of mind is a lens on how you view reality. Mm. And when you let go of all of that and heal from that and you view things from a clean lens, I think things just come into much more perspective and you just realize that things just aren't that bad
1: that's true i i liken it to probably a lot of people are viewing the world through sunglasses in other words through 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 the darkness of their past negative experiences rather than through like you said the the clean lens or the clear lens of um what is real
2: absolutely yeah and i think with anything because i think whenever something happens to you and when you're acting in a particular way in the present when you actually connect the dots back it makes so much more sense as to why you're thinking that way or why you feel that way or why you're mentally showing up with that mindset in that way.
1: I agree 100% because we can always, I suppose, easily connect the dots when we go back and, and think about, you know, what what has negatively impacted my life and what baggage am I carrying that, that's now affecting my view of where I'm at now and it's easier to do that uh, than and try and connect any dots going forward isn't it?
2: Absolutely, yeah, definitely, I totally agree.
1: So, Prash, um, what, what stage are you at now and um, what, what specifically do you give as I suppose, your num- top, top three tips that you work with to start people on that path?
2: So, in terms of top three tips on getting started, if somebody is struggling to actually go up and speak to a woman and just meet somebody or struggling to get themselves a date... I think, first of all, you have to make a shift in your mindset, first of all, and working on your single happy self, because everything that you do, it's not what you do, what you say, it's what place it's coming from. Yes. One of the mistakes yes. that I made is that I was coming from, a, I, I was basing my happiness on whether I'm with someone or not with someone. Mm. So whenever I go and approach them, I'm doing it with the intent to fill a hole in for something that I don't have. But because you're coming from a place of scarcity rather than abundance you're going to come across very needy because you know most of your communication isn't comes from the words that you say but how you come across through your body language and tonality mm-hmm. and needing is a very big turnoff for women so i think being happy as you are doing things that make you feel engaged make you feel in the present in the moment in the groove so that you're happy in in that way because women want to be around someone that's emotionally secure. secure. And if you're not going to be emotionally secure, how are you going to make them feel that? So develop your happiness whilst you're single and not base your happiness on whether you're with someone and not with someone. The second thing is just go up to someone and just talk to them and start a conversation. Uh, I was at a stage in my life where I would just stand there and I would stare and contemplate and not do anything because I was thinking about embarrassing myself or getting rejected. So just take that first step and just go and just start that conversation with that person. And that moves me on to my third thing, which is that rejection is going to be part of the process. But whatever things that happen in your life, it's how you respond to them, which is the key. So if you respond by thinking, okay, she's rejected me. It's not my problem. It's her problem. Somebody better will come along. Maybe there's something that's going on in the other person's life and it's got nothing to do with you. That's getting her to reject you. Maybe she's this... She doesn't want a relationship, or maybe she's going through other things in her life, which means that having a man in her life isn't her priority. Mm-hmm. So accept that rejection is part of the process, but then see it that rather than sort of playing victim and think, oh, why has this happened to me? There's something majorly wrong with me, which is what I which is the negative thought loop that I got into, you can reframe it and think, well, okay, maybe somebody better will come along. Absolutely. It's just about reframing things.
1: <laughs> uh, you know what? I do that with all things in my life. I love the way you've said that, reframe it around, um, you know, it's not. It's, 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 it's basically their loss, you know, and, and they're not for you. And, um, you know, in in your mind, it can always mean that somebody better will present themselves. And um, I think we can, you know, carry that forward, whether it, we're going for a job interview or, or, you know, um, have any sort of other type of life rejection and think, well, you know what, that just wasn't meant to happen because something better is, is meant to be.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Because the thing is, it's, 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 it's within your choice and your personal power how you choose to respond to things or whether you allow it to make you or break you.
1: Yeah. And um, it's, it's a question of, um, I suppose, educating people that they've always got the choice to reframe things and view things from a different perspective and not actually receive... And no, as a rejection, personally, it's just no, not with them right now.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. I totally agree. Because I think it's more about the mistake that I was making is I was attaching meaning to it. That's what I was doing. I was being too attached to the outcome. And one of the things when you do take on dating is to not be outcome dependent. Just enjoy the process. And just lowering your bar for happiness. So when you go out and when you meet somebody rather than placing the woman as the prize, that, oh, I must get her number, I must get a date with her. If you just say that, okay, from the minute I say hello, I have one and everything else that happens is a bonus. Can you see how that will make you enjoy the process more rather than trying to get something from someone?
1: Yeah. I think as well, you know, like you said, it it depends from the place you're coming from and that place could either be from, you know, a place of fear which you're exuding that fear, whether you realize it or not, you know, or lack the same thing, you know, uh, whereas if you're coming from a place of, you know what, I'm just going to engage in a conversation and see where it leads, uh, with, without having any expectations attached to that, it's a totally different energy that you're exuding. And then people are not likely to resist that, are they?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And the thing is, whenever, when you're lowering that bar of habits, you're just simply just enjoying that process, just coming from a place where you're just being. Yes rather than trying to obtain something from someone. Because we not changing.
1: As I was saying, the more we persist, the more people resist. So if you're coming from that place of um, trying to get that persistence energy is, is being exuded from you and, and automatically is being received as that and is making that person, even if they don't understand why, want to resist and back away from that.
2: Yeah, so just go with the flow and enjoy, it. just being in that flow state.
1: Yeah. And and isn't it great, actually, to sort of think to yourself, well, you know what, a lot of people, knowing what they know now, if they're actually in relationships, whether they're happy or not, probably wish they'd enjoyed their single lives more, you know, from that place of uh, feeling that it's absolutely fine and it's great.
2: Yeah. And, you know, it's actually scary when you think about it because happiness comes from where you allocate your attention and where I was going wrong is that I was facing my happiness in this whole yearning of being with someone and not with someone, and there's other great things that are happening in your life which other people don't have which you take for granted and they become a blind spot. Yeah. So the things like yeah. great friends around you, you have a family, you know, you do activities that you enjoy, like all that becomes a blind spot because you're allocating your attention to just that one particular thing. Whereas when you're more grateful for what are the things that you have, then when you view it overall, you'll realize that things aren't that bad.
1: Mm. People get hung up on what they don't have, don't they, rather than being grateful for what they actually do have. Yeah. And then, uh, like we've just been discussing, it it can show up um, in the energy you're exuding out to the world without even realising that that's what's happening.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Because it's just, you're making that your focal point and everything else just, it's like you're blinded. It just becomes your blind spot. It's like you give it a total disregard to it.
1: Have you ever worked with anybody that you've not been able to help because they they can't actually grasp the concept of what, what you're saying around this sort of information?
2: I think when you actually connect the dots back. So with some people, they get it easy. Some people, it's just about doing all work and them. It's just going back and just going deeper into what things are causing them to be in that particular way. So it's, it's all about just digging deep into thinking why. I just... Doing that element of self-inquiry and just taking a step back and reflecting on yourself and thinking, okay, well, why is it I feel that way? What could be the possible? And just challenging your beliefs. i thinking, okay, so one of my self-talk and mind chatter was that, oh, every woman likes me, everyone hates me. But then you have to take a step and think, okay, well, is it really the case? What evidence is there to support that you had it?
1: Absolutely. I think the way to question any negative beliefs that show themselves is to, and get rid of them. It is to do like you just said you know keep questioning whether it it might have been a reality for you years ago but does that still hold up now
2: (laughs) absolutely i'm totally changed and transformed in that that way now because i did a lot of work myself i've been on a journey you know i've been with somebody now so i would probably say that i'm totally transformed and Mm. i've helped myself and i think i'm on a mission to make other men out there realize that there are people they are capable of finding that special someone and Your past doesn't equal your future. So negative experiences and rejections doesn't mean that it's going to happen in the future. It doesn't define who you are.
1: No, and I think we can always find other areas of our life where we can see that, you know, that rejection doesn't mean no forever from from having any future prospect, you know, whether that you've had a positive experience in your job where you've, you've um, gained promotion or actually successfully come through the other side of an interview, you can see that, you know, if you can see that other areas of your life they you have been succeeded uh, in getting yeses and sort of think, well, actually, you know, it is possible. In, whereas previously you might've been rejected in that area, you know, for other job applications, for example, uh, and, and sort of a, apply it to your relationship area in the same way, then you can see that actually you can get the same result in the end. And, and it's all about how, like you say, you put place meaning on, on any particular aspect of the word no.
2: <laughs> yeah. And another thing as well is that you have to realise that you're not going to have an audience for everybody. Not everybody is going to resonate with you. Like I have this YouTube channel where I give dating advice and I go and interview women and subscribers send me questions about their dating and girl problems. Now, some people, you know, I get people trolling on my comments saying, that, this stuff is a load of rubbish, but I don't allocate my attention and energy on that. I focus on my fans that do love me and, you know, just serve them more.
1: Absolutely. I think we're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. And um, the thing is that I I say, and I I, I know this comes from, um, you know, one of the great personal development greats, Um, that's been passed down the the three sws and the three sws stand for some will some won't so what you know and it's having that attitude to everything you know some people will like you some people won't like you so what
2: (laughs) absolutely love it some will some won't. i love it (laughs) sw southwest
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah some will some won't so
2: what so, yeah, absolutely. And when you just have that carefree attitude, like, I think eventually you just get to a stage where you stop. Okay, when you're focusing on things that you are grateful for and those that do appreciate you for who you are, you will actually not care as much about what others think of you. and You just totally disregard it.
1: Absolutely. And
2: it's part of the process. And it's part of life.
1: And the thing is, you know what? It's our own ego that gets in the way because what actually people think about you it's none of your business <laughs> and it's, it's probably not what you actually think it is anyway
2: <laughs> yeah yeah totally because if you really think about it if you're concerned about what other people are going to think of you instead of, i'd rather focus my energy on okay what can i learn from this experience that's going to be a lot more meaningful and it's going to serve you more yeah
1: it's a it's a it's a, a process i suppose of asking yourself some great empowering questions like you said about um you know what what can i learn from this experience rather than, you know, focusing on, oh gosh, you know, she's rejected me and that's the the, the fifth rejection I've had in a row. It must be me. It must be me and and slip into that victim mode.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's all to do with how you respond. Yeah.
1: So what um, have you, when you think about the the guys that that have um, had success, um, generally what what, what has been what, what, the key to sort of getting their confidence to that place where they finally do get success and start
2: dating? Well, it's about getting rejected, because the only way to cure something is exposure. But then even they realise, the feedback that I've got is that when they do get rejected, they think, oh, do you know what? It's not so bad. They get rejected. That's deep... the thing about... <laughs> yeah.
1: Sorry. Uh, There was a bit of overlap there. So um, I suppose in a way you you get desensitised to it if you approach it with a different open mindset, don't you?
2: Absolutely, because I think most of the time when people have fear and worry, it's just a projection of what can go wrong because it's all in their head. But then when you actually go for it, you realise that it's not so bad.
1: What's the worst that that can happen? (laughs) You're not going to drop dead.
2: (laughs) You're still standing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And and I think, you know, we, we can take our own sort of meanings you know especially when we perceive things in a negative way to real extremes in our own heads can't we Uh, and 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 uh, really get sucked into um, living from a place of um, feeling why me it's always me and you know and becoming as I say that 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 walking victim label (laughs) that we put on ourselves
2: yeah, it's had, all
1: to do I had a guy actually that I worked with recently and he was um um he, he was an Indian guy actually and he had an arranged marriage and his wife was very abusive to him and you Know what? He had a lovely personality, lovely character. He wasn't especially what you could call traditionally attractive looking in the traditional sense, but his whole personality was very vibrant. You know, it's very fun to be around. He'd always got a smile on his face. But the one thing that he kept complaining to me was, Oh my, you know, I'm, I'm ugly, you know, and that was being reinforced by his um wife at the time who was telling him he was ugly and he was stupid and he was. Thick and he was carrying that around like a, a huge label <laughs> on his head. And eventually he did, uh, you know, um, separate from her and uh, they're actually now divorced, which is a whole whole great thing for everybody in that relationship. But, um, you know, it took him a long time to then have the confidence from that to think that he could attract somebody that would love him for who he is um, be- on the back of that experience of being told he- constantly that he's ugly and he's stupid.
2: Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, I think if you really think about it, if someone, if 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 people think that in that way, it's not really going to serve If you turn it around, you know, and start affirming yourself more empowering beliefs, mm. then 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 everything changes when you sort of believe that because that's how you're going to show up mentally and physic you know, physically in any given situation.
1: Well, the good news is he's, he's now loving the single life. You know, he's dating and. You know, he's, he's been his true self, you know, rather than living with a label that somebody else has given him or other people, you know, within the school system as well gave him when he was growing up, he was bullied quite a lot. Um, you know, he, he's given he's actually given given them that power to affect him going forward and now he's, he's decided, well, you know what, I can give them those labels back because they're not mine, they're theirs.
2: <laughs> exactly. If you really think about it, if someone you know, thinks that you're X, Y, and Z, which is negative. You have to think that that's their perception on how they view life, and that's got nothing to do with you. Mm. And in a way, it's, it's their problem. So if someone doesn't like you, want to accept you for who you are for any reason, then really, again, going back to think you're not going to have an audience for everybody. They're basing their way on how they view reality, because everyone's got a lens and a sort of certain set of beliefs in a mind that map, map on how they see reality. So again, just detaching it from yourself and it's not your problem.
1: So which has been one of your favourite, without obviously mentioning any names, um, guys that you've worked with that you, you could tell us about, you know, in terms of their journey and the success story that went with it?
2: So there's a gentleman that I worked with. So he um, he basically was afraid, afraid of going to speak to a woman. But then what he did is he actually committed himself so much. that like He actually went out five to six hours a day going and actually speaking to women like just on the streets of London. Because what I teach people is just to go up and to make an observational statement and to start up a conversation in public places. And the commitment that he put in, that you know, he would do for about the, about three months straight, like as soon as he finished work, he would just go out, he would just hit the streets, and he would consistently go and speak to women. And he'd always be messaging me saying, Oh, I've got these people's numbers, I've got this date, I was able to bounce this girl into a coffee shop and it was inspiring to actually see him do that, for him to actually take action. And even though he was getting rejected, he would say, oh, I've got these amount of rejections, but hey-ho, I'm getting closer to my ideal woman. And he recently got engaged. He wants me to go speak at his wedding.
1: <laughs> that's fabulous. Yeah, that is lovely. That, that, that's a lovely success story. And it's just, I suppose, knowing as well that you've got somebody in your corner that's been there um, you know that that's experienced the same thing as they've experienced and overcome it, and been inspired by that. And you know, on the back of probably listening to your story, he's he's been impar- you know, empowered to to, re- to replicate that, hasn't he?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And just having fun and just enjoying the process—that's another thing as well, which he applied as well. So rather than taking it too seriously, that oh, coming from a place that uh, I need to get, I need to get with this woman, or I need a girlfriend. Because the moment you come from there, you're already saying to yourself, you're not happy otherwise. Mm. When you say, oh, I need something. Yeah. Then without yeah. it, in the absence of it, you're not happy.
1: It's being absolutely 100% comfortable in your own skin, isn't it? And then any relationship is the cherry on the top. Should you choose to have a relationship, you might be perfectly happy. Then once you've got to that stage, you've been single for, for a heck of a long time because <laughs> you're enjoying that.
2: <laughs> yeah, so. no, absolutely. Yeah. Totally agree.
1: So like you say, it's um, not not actually saying I need or which I think if you're saying I need that comes from putting pressure on yourself and coming from, like you say, a place of feeling like you're lacking or missing something. But if you're saying I ought as well, you're you're actually putting somebody else's expectations upon yourself. So whether that's family pressures because you're still single at whatever age you might be um, and everybody's expecting you should be married by now, um, you know, don't don't think that you need to carry that as a label that i ought to or i should be because um if you start shoulding all over yourself again you know you're not coming from that that place of empowerment are you
2: you're not and the thing is if you're doing it that is going to be a very people pleasing because i know a lot of people do have to say oh how comes you're not married and then you put pressure on yourself but then in a way you're living your life through other people's eyes it's about living life on your own terms and what makes you feel happy and fulfilled because ultimately because there's been a lot of cases where people they do get, you know, get into a relationship for the sake of it, but that they end up meeting with the wrong person because they're only doing it just to gain acceptance from society or from their family or from their peers. Mm. And in the long run, because that's not something that they wanted, they just conformed for that. Yeah. But then internally, it's yeah. not what it's something that they want. But they're not being congruent and true to who they are.
1: No, they're placing that 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 peer pressure or that family pressure on their shoulders. And um, again, that. That is coming from a, a mindset, or oh, I should be or I ought to be rather than, like you say, being congruent with with what's what's good and true for you.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: So uh, Prash, if we have um, any guys or, or even women that, that would be interested in contacting you for um, any tips or insights around the work that you do, um, what 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 is the best method for them to get in touch with you?
2: Okay, so I have a YouTube channel. So um, it's, it's called Single to Taken TV. I upload videos every week, and the videos consist of giving advice. And if anybody has any challenges uh, with women or any dating problems, I will actually give advice. And I actually go out and interview women on the streets of London, or within the UK, and you know just to get like, advice from the source or they can go onto my website, which is www.singletotaken.com. So that's single and then two t o taken.com That's exactly what it says on the tin.
1: <laughs> that's brilliant. Well, I'll make sure that that information is in the show notes for the audience to access anyway, so that if they haven't managed to make a note of that from the audio, then they will have that information so that they
2: can get in touch with you, Prash. Great. No, well, thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure.
1: And thank you. And I've enjoyed the journey of listening to how you massively are helping men in our communities, because I think, you know, it's easy for me to say that um, mainly working with women, I've probably got, um, you know, um, an easier audience because women are more receptive to reaching out and sharing. Whereas I think with men, you know, because they are men that they're less so. So I, I take my hat off to you, Prash.
2: Great. Thank you so much.
1: It's much needed. So thank you very much for that today, Prash. That's Prash Chohan, my guest today. And remember, audience members, true love starts with opening our hearts. So that's it for today.
0: Until next time, goodbye for now. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Hearts Entwined podcast. You can follow Lynn via the Facebook group Two Hearts Entwined or search Lynn Smith inspirational speaker at LinkedIn or email Lynn at hearts entwined dot com. That's L Y N at hearts entwined dot com. Remember, true love starts with opening our hearts.